we'd like to give a special thank you to PicoSupply.com for sponsoring our podcast. You are joining co-hosts Carol and Jamie of TwoGalsHomesteading.com. Let them help you unleash the homesteader within. Let's start homesteading. Let's start now. Hi, I'm Carol Radke. And I'm Jamie Kappas, and we're Two Gals Homesteading. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Carol. So here we are. We don't really have a topic today. Yeah. We're just, we're just going to talk a little bit about what's going on. We're going to go back to what we started with. <laughs> For a little bit here, and we're just going to talk about what's going on on each of our homesteads. Um, there's a lot of, lot of stuff going on in my homestead. I'm not sure so much about yours. No, not a whole lot but, in mine. Um, Actually, if you've taken the two lazy evenings I've had. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're going to try to keep this. We've decided to use a timer <laughs> to see if we can keep ourselves under control here. And actually, the timer we have here running, I don't know if you can hear it or not, it's ticking away. I set it for 32 minutes and we're always down to 29 because <laughs> it started to be a little bit earlier. And um, this is a timer we got from um, Four Jars yes. dot shop. And it came in with our canning lids and rings and let's see, what else did towels. we get? We got some towels in there and was that it? Oh, there was a, there were they, it was a big box. It was a big box. It was a heavy box. It was like 17 pounds. Yeah. And, and so it was, so I did not know there was a company that made packs of a hundred lids. Yes. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Yes. I love it. Yep. And then, and, and so then the rings and we, we, um, divvied it up. Yep. We divvied it up. We actually gave, um, some to, to Kelsey, Kelsey from, um, DF Homestead. D from dffarmstead.com. <laughs> and so she's going to, she was going to make some jam. She was, they were going to go strawberry picking Pickin'. and her mother-in-law showed up the day they were going to go and her, she told me her mother-in-law is a little, um, her mother-in-law. <laughs> her mother-in-law is a little, what did she call it? Sedentary? Is that what she said? Oh, and so that would she be says too we, much walking? Yeah, we wouldn't be picking, we were not going to pick strawberries with her. So they spent the day with her instead. And I don't know if she actually got her, her strawberry thing done because strawberry season's almost over yeah. in this state. It's about three weeks in Minnesota. Yep. And I know um, Hilltop, or no, Hillcrest, I think it's Hillcrest, down by Redwood Falls. Okay. Today was their last day. Okay, I did not know if we had any locals anymore because we lost we, the one by Prinsburg. Yep. And uh, they um, shut down. There is one up by Alexandria. Uh, I don't okay. remember what it's called, but there's one up there. And I don't know if it was going or not. Um, I do follow the Hillcrest one, which is down by Redwood yeah. Falls, which is just a little too far for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm like going, I don't know if I'd drive that far to pick strawberries. Yeah. Well, pr I would probably do pre-pick because too, yeah. too much time on the road. I don't have time to pick the strawberries, but yeah. they were, you, you, if you tried to get their pre-picked berries, you had to be on there the minute they posted them. They were gone. They were gone. They were yeah, just so gone. Yeah, that's when I, with the, the place, what was their names? I can't remember. Um, Brower's Berries. Yeah. I mean, I did their pre-picked because, yep, yeah, that's they what take I did too. the time, being self-employed, mm -hmm. taking the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. To go out there, it'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Now that I had grandkids that are old mm -hmm. enough to really enjoy it, yep. it would be great. But yeah, the you pick is fun. Yeah. You know, it is fun when you have little kids and stuff. But um, for me, no, 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 I'll I'll pay somebody to pick my berries. <laughs> I pay somebody milk milk cow. <laughs> there you go. 
Um, but anyway, so yeah, our season for strawberries is very, very yep. short. It's yeah, and I remember Brower Berries saying that too. It's like a three week, and they it, usually closed around July fourth. They yep. were about done right around July fourth, yep, depending on the weather. Yep, depending on the weather. Um, you know, if and if they'd had you know, whereas they the last two years, three years, they their uh, plants got hit by frost and they lost. Yeah, they lost a lot. They lost and it was crop. really dry. Yep. And a really dry year. Was that last year? Was that last year? Really dry in the summer. Last I, year was their decision to close. I yeah, think. that's right. They closed last year. I think the year before we had a really dry year, like we're kind of experiencing this year. Yeah. I mean, it's truly, truly affecting us here in our dairy. Yeah. I can tell you that um, we, let's see, Rich was just saying that, um, you know, we wrote, we do rotational grazing out here. So the cows go on a pasture and we prefer to let that pasture rest for 30 days before the cows go back on it. And we have pastures that have been resting for over 40 days now and there is no growth on those pastures. Oh. There's not enough growing there for the cows to come and graze. So right because now we're kind of grazing them on the low areas where we have a little bit more moisture and that type of creek. thing. And yep, and, and supplementing them with, with actual hay that we've harvested already. Right. Um, Which because there's just not enough for that, them. That, that digs into your winter hay. Yes, it digs into our winter hay. So it's going to cost us more um, yeah. to um, keep the cows. And I, it also affects my milk production. Yes. The heat right now is so hot. And the, the cows, first of all, their their pastures are not... Producing. Not producing. So they're not eating real lush grass to produce lots of milk. It's very hot and we've got a lot of flies right now. And those three things combined affects the um, milk, um, amount of milk that my cows do. And I'm also looking at going into fall calving. So I have cows who have been milking for close to a year because we are, yeah. um, we, we didn't breed, we didn't have a bull and we weren't breeding quite the way we should have. And so my cows are now going past those cows that calved, say, last spring, not this past spring, but the year before, are still milking. Okay. And they're bred back now, but they're not bred back to calve until like September and October. And so those cows are really taking a hit because they've been in milk for long enough and now their food quality isn't as high as it could be. So or should dr- be. Have you dried them up? I have dried up a couple, and I decided on a couple of our older cows that are really not taking this well um, that we are going to be processing them, and we're going to be making them into hamburger. I probably talked to you oh, about yeah. that about ground beef, and I have I have like three of them sold. Um, in fact, um, we just had a butcher here, and he um, purchased a, a live pig from us. For I don't know what he was doing with it, but he wanted a pig. And he mentioned that they actually have openings for, for, um, for processing beef right now. And you know, it's, it's Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Okay. Yeah. From Kirkoven Country Butcher. <laughs> um, and so I, I did talk to, um, Georgia this okay. morning about it. And, um, so I'll be contacting my people on my list who are looking for ground beef and we'll see Saying if that you have a spot. Yeah. That I have a spot, but I have to use a different butcher and see yep. if people are ready for their burger yeah. and um, if they're okay with me using a different butcher because I because our because yeah. our normal butcher right now is in chicken mode yep he's in chicken mode and he said unless he gets a cancellation he can't put anything in for me until I think it was the 21st of August oh, is okay. the first he can do a ground to, oh, to ground. grind a cow not cut one yeah. not do cuts but just to grind up a cow because mine is going in October yours is going in in October yes and stuff and so I, I'm expecting it the middle of October the end of October yeah because she'll have to hang yeah she'll so it, hap- it happens to be a heifer who um, is obviously a free martin and if, if you don't know what a free martin is a free martin is a 
is a heifer who is sterile. Now, she was a single birth. Sage was a single birth. So I'm not sure why, but she absolutely will not breed. Yeah. And um, we've tried different bulls on her. We, I, we have not tried to AI her, but if a bull can't get her, pretty yeah. sure AI isn't going to work. And so um, right now she's cruising around with our dairy cows and I'm trying to make sure she's still cycling. So we got a little yeah. bit of time before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just in case, but um, everyone else her age has already calved at least once. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that something is not correct for her as far as breeding goes. And that's what happens. That's, you know, a, that's the farm that, life. Yep. That's the way it is. Um, and so, yeah, we're, you know, we're looking that far out you yeah. know, for, for processing and stuff. And for some people that's okay. Cause it gives them a chance to clean out their the freezer, freezer and whatever and get ready. Yeah. That's me. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm cause probably about the same time. I'm like, I'm probably going to need pork at the same time. Okay. Cause I only bought a half a pork from right. you last time. Right. So, yep. okay. so it's like, Oh yeah, probably about that time. I'll probably need pork. Okay. Too. Well, we got piggies out there too. You have piggies. <laughs> you already piggies <laughs> all over the place. Um, but anyway, so that's, um, kind of what we're doing to try to curb this a little bit. Um, you know, we're trying to keep, you know, if we have a few less cows, that aren't producing what they're yeah. what they should be or whatever, um, and we can maybe cut down our numbers, and you know, yeah. it doesn't cost us quite so much to feed them, because you know, really, I always figure summertime is kind of free feed, yeah, kind of, but not right now, um, yeah, yeah, because um, we we have to start feeding hay in order to keep the cows fed. Yeah. You know, we need to keep them fed. Um, let's see, anything else? Herd wise, herd wise. Um, the only other thing that we did, the only other thing, oh my gosh, it's a huge thing. Um, <laughs> you've been working on this for a while. Yes, we've been working on this for a little while, but we launched our herd share program out here um, this past week. And we're in that uh, last week of, last week in June. June, yeah. Um, 2023. So at the time of this recording, we have just launched that and um, it kind of just blew up. <laughs> Um, and not that I'm complaining, but you got to figure out <laughs> now, if you go back to what we just talked about with the cows and everything is that I have to be very careful so that I can make sure that I can service meet, everyone, meet that, supply. meet that demand and that supply and make sure those who have herd shares are able to be, get Serviced. their milk and get what they want. Um, and so, um, I'm just kind of feeling it out right now. A lot of, lot of, um, interest coming from, um, the twin cities area, which is a good two hours from us. Two and a half, I yeah, bet. Yeah, two and a half. Um, and so that creates some problems as far as if people are looking for drop sites. Because the minute people think of herd shares, they think of drop sites. And we are not set up for no for her. We're not set up to do drop sites at the moment. You would have um, enough to either, you would have to either have a freezer truck <laughs> or a ton <laughs> or yeah, of coolers. Yeah, a lot of coolers. And so um, I, you know, people do it. There's lots of farms that do things like that. It's just that we're not there yet. Yeah. And maybe this fall, after all my cows are calving and we've got all a lot, you know, <laughs> a we lot have more a milk. More, lot more milk, we will maybe um, discuss that. But for right now, our herd share involves you coming to the farm and, and picking up your product. And um, if you're only looking for milk and butter, or excuse me, if you're only looking for milk, cream, skim milk, um, you do not need a herd share as long as you pick up at the farm. So you only need the herd share for us if you want to buy butter, cream cheese, ghee, cheese curds, those things that... You change you, the milk. Yeah, we change the milk. And um, how we do that to keep within the laws in Minnesota 
is um, we you purchase your herd share, which entitles you to a gallon of milk, and then you pay us a labor fee to turn that milk into something else. Yep. And so that's how that works. So for for us, now I don't know how many people listen locally here, because you really have to be local to, to, take, to advantage. take advantage of it yeah. at the moment. You'd be surprised. Yep. Yeah, you I'm might, always surprised yeah. <laughs> the number of people. It's like, I heard your but podcast. So, yeah, like, so if you're looking for a raw milk source and you live in the... Central Minnesota. Yep, area around Wilmer, um, Benson. Um, in, You've had people yep. from Marshall? Uh, yep, I have I have someone who comes from Myland. I have people come from Baines, Painesville. Um, so Spicer, New London, those areas. Glenwood, I mean, Glenwood would be close enough, Starbucks. Yeah, I've, I've had some interest from um, Alexandria. Yep, I mean, um, and we're only an hour from South Dakota. Yep, so um, we are here, and we are more than happy to supply you with raw milk, but for the moment... Our herd share, our, our are limited. Is, yep, everything is limited to picking up at the farm. Um, and there are ways to work around that. You can get a group of your little friends together, and one of you can make a run for all of you and pick up the milk every other week, something like that. Those are all things that we can do. You already have people that do that. Yes, I do have people who do that. You know, they, you know, yep. in a family, I yep. think you said you say <laughs> through your rotation, yep. you yep. see the whole yep. family. Yep, I, yep. I had a, a one family and they had like 10 kids and I saw mom and dad and I think two or three of the children and they just rotated through here. And that was from Howick. They were from, no, Howick, Han- Hancock. Hancock is west. Okay, yep. Howick is north. Okay, no, it was, it was Hancock. And, I just didn't um, think. Yeah. So <laughs> I used to love geography, but now my brain, I'm like going, where is that town? Um, and so that's kind of how our herd share works. Um, so we're just kind of feeling our way through it and we're, we're learning right along with everybody else. And um, yeah, I'm sure if, there's going to be growing pain. Yep. And if I could right now, I would probably pick my farm up and move it to the cities because you'd make more money. I, I would be able to um, have, I, I would sell out every day. Honestly, with the, there is such a demand in the cities. Wow. So honestly, if you are a raw milk farmer near and the you cities. are not tapping into that market and you're near the cities, oh, yeah. you really need to because I, I keep hearing uh, everybody, all the herd shares in the cities are full. They're all full. I'm on a waiting list. I'm on a waiting list. I'm on a waiting list. I hear this all the time. Oh, wow. And so if you were interested in starting up a raw milk dairy, I'd set it up down by the city somewhere. Yeah. Because um, there is definitely a demand, demand for it. The demand is really growing for raw milk, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's That's great. totally awesome. I wish I could service everyone, but I can't. Yeah. Um, Poor gals, so. you can't, you know, sit out there with a whip and like, <laughs> do it, girls. <laughs> I just, I, do, I couldn't even do the time for, you know, delivering. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I don't have the time. You don't have the time to leave yep. the farm. Yeah, I don't have the time right now. So, but we'll see. Maybe yeah. things will change. I don't know, but um, yeah, how it unfolds. We'll, yep, we'll we'll That's see great. The, how I'm the excited herd to share it. saga goes on here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll update you. Yes, it's like um, so. That's the, probably the big thing that's happening out here yeah. right now. I think we're going to take a quick break here to hear from our friends from PicoSupply.com. Family-owned PicoSupply.com brings small-town customer service to their online farm store. PicoSupply.com specializes in automatic waterers from top brands such as Mirico, Jug, Franklin, Trojan, and Ritchie, as well as other products for your operation. Find your farm supplies and automatic waterers at PicoSupply.com. That's P-E-T-E-C-O Supply.com. PicoSupply. And we're back. 
Oh, we attended Kurt Fest. I was gonna say we never talked about Kurt Fest, no, did we? No, we did not. I don't think so. And I didn't. I you sent me pictures that you had taken. I yeah. didn't even put them up on our Facebook page yet. Because um, I was like, I didn't take one of us together. Did you? Uh, I think I did. I think I did one where I was, you know, just this. The arm out there. Yeah, the arm out there. You told me my arms were longer Your so I could get everybody in the picture. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we attended Curd Fest, which is put on by the Redhead Creamery in Bruton, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. And um, that we was were, good. It we was were fun. there last year yep. with our husbands. And this year we went ourselves with my um, disabled daughter. Yeah. Um, just as an outing she for her. She seemed fascinated with yep. it all. And we did a really good job. No sunburn on her. Yeah. Well, so, I thought you had one strike on her nope, arm. Nope. It no. must have been from me rubbing her skin no, and okay. putting that sunscreen on her. Um, and uh, so we were there and what we, um, you checked out a vendor for the, um, uh, that pop, that soda pop. Oh, yes. Uh, um, uh, Northern. What was <sighs> it? I just drank one. <laughs> But they're out of the Twin Cities. Yep. And they make... Northern... Is that, is that Northern, Northern Lights? I was thinking it was Northern Lights. Northern Lights Soda. And yeah, and they do 1950s style, style flavors. Yep. And I have... I, there's not been one I haven't liked yet. Okay. I bought a case. You, yep. I bought a case because, of course, it was cheaper to buy a case. Yep. And I don't drink... I don't drink pop that has um, corn syrup in it. And this, and this, this is made is, with corn. You know, it's not the cleanest. It's got... Um, it's got yeah. colors. It's got coloring. colors in it. And then it's got um, artificial flavors. Yes. Yes. And so it's but like, it is, has but, natural sugar. It has cane sugar, it's right? It's cane sugar. Yep. yep. And so, yes, it was good. And they have a website. Um, and they are, if you're in the Minnesota area, they work with all the Corbin's cash wise stores. They tell me, I have not checked out ours. I haven't either. So you should be able to go in there. And actually what's really funny are we <laughs> in Kirkhoven, <laughs> We have this little tiny ice cream shop that's called Sweets. And I said, I'm from Kirkhoven. He looks at me. He goes, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. He goes, Sweets in Kirkhoven sells our soda pop. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've not been there to pick up because I try to avoid. I eat sugar, but don't, I don't eat a lot of sugar. You don't want to eat ice cream? I do. I want ice cream. But <laughs> yeah, they're, Cause they're only open in the, the they're afternoons. Yeah. Um, and they're only open over the summer months. Yeah. Right. They're, they're actually they're kids. Their kids um, run it a lot. And so I'm sure, you know, after school, you know, I think they open Memorial Weekend. And I don't know if they're probably, they'll probably be closing Labor Day weekend. Yeah, probably. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they're only open during the summer months. And they're, own, they're busy. Yeah, they're open one or two in the afternoon until like nine o'clock at night. Okay. And stuff. It's a cute. I mean, you see a lot of people sitting down there and gab. And we have. I mean, we've mm -hmm. gone there and sit down and gabbed with people. Good ice cream. Yeah, good ice cream. Um, you know, small town type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool to have a little shop like yeah. that in a, in such a little. And I think it used town. to be a for, former. We'd have to ask. Is that a former gas station building that they're in? He might not know. Yeah, yeah. So he says it's a former gas station because he grew up in Kirkoven yep. area and yep. stuff, and so he would he would maybe know. <laughs> yes, but yeah, that's a cute little shop. It was just it was just kind of funny that we uh, um, that we were from the same yeah, place. Yeah, he was he actually knew. <laughs> Kirkhoven is a <laughs> yeah. Kirkhoven's a dot on the road. Yes, yes, it is. If you blink, you might miss it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're not quite. We're not quite. You know, Little Tigraf west of us, they are. are they're they smaller. They're two hundred and some people. We're seven hundred fifty something. Big time. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, okay. So um, what else is what, going on uh, in our world? Curdfest. Oh, let's talk a little bit more about Redhead Creamery. Oh yes. Um, they, they are putting up a 
distillery and a restaurant and a restaurant and the the sign we looked at the sign and we should have taken a picture of it but it's like lots of restrooms or lots of bathrooms or something like that (laughs) because you know you think about restaurants lots of times yeah sometimes have to wait to get into the bathroom so i thought that was pretty clever that they were at their current fest they have porta potties yeah they have porta potties um but uh, their cheese is really good oh, if you yeah. have a chance to try it. They do. I like their I, Lindy. Yep, they have. They or have is it Linda? Is that Lindy Lind- or Linda? I, uh, oh. her, mother, her mother's name is Linda. That's the cheddar, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's their. Yeah. They had three cheeses out that they were sampling yeah. this year. One had whiskey. One had been rinsed in whiskey. Yeah. And what was the other one? I don't remember. That one was I've, that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. That one had alcohol too, wasn't it? Could have been. It was rinsed in something. Yep. But they were good. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I've had a cheese out there that I don't yep, like. Yep, their cheese is really quite good. You can find it. They do do retail. Um, you can find it in CashWise in Wilmer anyway. Yep. And I know um, you can order it online. And it's redheadcreamery.com, I believe. Um, and yeah, yeah and they, they do all kinds of things. Oh my goodness gracious. They, they do have, deliver in the area. Yes. I don't know where they deliver. Yeah. And I know you can order, yep. you, you know, you can order and they, they, they lots of times have charcuterie boards yes. at Christmas time and yeah. Holidays. Oh, yeah. And they had, did they have an advent can advent can calendar? calendar? Yes. I think they did. At Christmas time last Didn't year. Didn't they do a Valentine special too? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So they've got, then they've got an onsite store. Yes, um, I love and, their little yep, store. Yeah, it's really They have cute. Minnesota products. Yep. I think most of them are Minnesota products. Could be. I don't know. They Might not be all of them, but some of them. Yep. Or um, most of them are Minnesota products. Yep. And they, it's, it's a it's a really cute little shop. They sell cheese curds that are already pre-breaded and oh, frozen. Yep. And so you can just it's get those, fat. you know, so if you like your deep fat fried or baked or however. I guess I didn't even read the directions as oh, to what they yeah. were, if you're supposed to, how you're supposed to make them, but... You know, since we make our own, so yeah, which I haven't done lately. I actually, I'll admit it. I had to buy cheese. I'm like running out because I have not because of the weather and because of gardening. Mm-hmm. I have not made cheese. Well, I've made mozzarella mm, cheese. I haven't made your cheese. source of milk <laughs> is over here trying <laughs> trying to keep the cows milking. Um, so that you know that's a thing too because I haven't because I'm I'm pretty much sold out of milk all the time right now. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of extra milk. Yeah, and it's like because actually I bought two gallons last week, and I still have a gallon left, and it's like hmm, I really don't need milk this that, week. Then that's just fine. Carol's like, going, okay, yeah, that's good. That's, uh, <laughs> that's fine. I don't mean to turn away business, but <laughs> but yeah, it's it's, it's just like oh my fine. god, I'm gonna have to make an appointment to get my milk now too. <laughs> you I might just, have to. <laughs> I could just slide in here and get it whenever I wanted it. <laughs> Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, I've been going down another little rabbit hole. Oh gosh, what and, now? Um, well, um, I haven't heard about this one. Well, you probably oh. have because you heard about it on oh. Friday when you guys were over oh, here. Yeah. But I decided that maybe I wanted to um go checking out making skincare products. Oh yes, we talked about this so, Friday yep, night. Yep. So I was on Amazon and I found this book called The Big Book of Homemade Products for Your Skin, Health, and Home. And um, there's a lot of really good information in here. A lot of lots of recipes. Um, it's um, authored by Jan Berry. And if you don't know who she is, she is the um, founder of the blog The Nerdy Farm Wife. And um, I bought this book not even realizing that I actually follow her. Um, <laughs> on Facebook? Or? Yeah, I follow her on Facebook. Um, and I actually had a couple of her recipes printed off over oh, there on, her the coffee, okay. off my, on my coffee table over there. 
Um, and so I, I'm looking at maybe we could start a product line of some lotions and stuff where um, people could purchase those yeah. from us. Um, and so I'm over there. I've got plantain. Um, Actually, I found plantain in my yard. Did you find some? Okay. Well, I have some um, in olive oil and in sweet olive almond oil um, sitting there um, brewing okay. in my cupboard. And I also... Um, started um i don't know how to say this correctly call calendar la that word right oh collingium something like that well i don't collingium it's a flower it's a flower a yellow flower and i had ordered that off of amazon i that's a big bag that's a lot of flowers that's a a pound over there (laughs) i was like oh okay that would maybe was bigger than i needed but um i we're actually i'm having some trouble with my cows right now and um the grass, some of the pastures they're in, because we haven't hit every pasture yet, have longer, taller grass, and it's cutting their teats. Oh, and So their teats are girls. scratched up. And so I'm making some salve for them using that flour yep. in it to help heal their teats. Now, in the wintertime, I use salve on them all the time to protect them from, <laughs> from frostbite. frostbite. So I'm going to be using this on the cows and see if I can heal their teats a little bit. They don't seem to care. It doesn't seem to bother them as but, far as um, pain-wise. But, but even scratches. Yeah, in. I just don't like how it looks. I'll just I'll just be honest. I just don't like how it looks. I don't like them having having cuts on their teeth. And even though no. they're superficial, they're not really. Yeah, it would still be susceptible to an infection, I would yep. think. And plus, on the plus side, that also um, putting that salve on there keeps the flies from biting them or oh. bothering those cuts. Those, totally relate. Yeah, those scratches and stuff like that. So, hey, win-win. The flies are horrible Yeah, right they're now. actually they've actually gotten better. They're not as oh, bad as they were a week ago. I have I, not. Oh my goodness. We have a, you know, we have a deck and we, I have some awesome chairs that I bought from a Mennonite guy over by Grove City a few years ago. And we love to sit out on the deck and rock and stuff, old people stuff. Oh, grandma, <laughs> grandpa stuff. Yes. And, um, but the last few days I, I just like, I'm done. I, I can't handle the flies anymore. Cause all I do is sit and swat mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, poor animals. No, I said, you were saying you were, you take yeah. a sheet. I have a and sheet. Wrap yes, <laughs> I did. We had people stop the other night and like, excuse me, I've got, and I have an old fashioned milk uh, box by my door. So if like, you know, if, if somebody wants to pick up something, I used to sell a cosmetic brand and I, if somebody wanted to pick something, I'd put it in there. I have two sheets in there so that I can pull them out <laughs> and wrap them around my legs. Because mm-hmm. it just drives me crazy when yep. the flies sit and, yep. you know, and then they're biting. Yes. It was we have biting flies out here because of the cattle. Yeah. And they are they're vicious. vicious. And they find that one sweet spot and you shoo them away and they come right and they hit that same spot. Oh. Yeah. But have you heard? No. Besides something I learned, um, Kelsey had asked me. I'm going to bring Kelsey in here Kelsey, again. yeah. <laughs> um, um, she had asked me about milking her cow and um, she had gotten that second cow. She's picked up a second cow from us. And she's like, oh, she's so frustrated with, with um, the flies. And I get frustrated and we're just both Swatting just, just pissed other. off by the end of, you know, <laughs> evening milking. Morning milking wasn't so bad. Evening milking when the flies were really, really bad. And she says, can I just stop milking her in the evening? And I was like, yeah, you can't. She's milking too heavy for you. You really do need to milk her twice a day or, you know, somehow le- wean her off. You can't just cut Stop. It'd be like when turkey. you're breastfeeding a child and then you cold turkey <laughs> yeah. stop. No. Yeah, you, you, you can't do that for her. She's too fresh, you know, whatever. And she's like, okay. And when I was on one of my um, cow groups and somebody's like, coconut oil. Coconut oil will keep the flies off your cow. And so... 
I forwarded that to, um, to Kelsey and I was like, I don't know. I've never used coconut oil that way. I have no idea, but I know you have it in your house. And she's like, I do. I'm going to try it. And so the next evening milking, that evening I got, I got a message from her and she says, works like a charm. She said she so put she it on her muscle. On- she put it on. On the cow's muscle, <laughs> not her own. <laughs> Glad we clarified that for her. <laughs> she put on the cow's muzzle because the fly seemed to be on her face and on her legs and underbelly. And so she she put um, coconut oil on her muzzle and on the cow's legs, the entire leg from, from where from it hits the body hip. all the way down to the hoof. Works like a charm. She says, it was beautiful. I had no problem. I said, well, does it work on humans? And she said, well, I don't know. And so then the next day... <laughs> I get a message from her. It says, I can attest that, um, yes, it does work on humans too. Oh, I will. So, okay, we'll put it to test tonight. I'll put it on and go sit on the porch. <laughs> See if it helps. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I haven't tried it. You know, in my situation with my cows, too, I cannot apply coconut oil the way I milk. You know, I don't sit next to my cow and hand milk or no, whatever. You, I'm, you I'm behind my cows. I can only access their, their back legs. And honestly, I only need them to stand still for 20 minutes. And my fly repellent, my homemade fly repellent works that way. Do you have that? Can you give them a recipe for your fly stuff? Um, off the top off of your the head? Off the top of my, my head? head. Um, let's see. It is, it's one cup of apple cider vinegar, one cup of oil, and you can use mineral oil, olive, olive oil, oil any um, liquid vegetable oil, oil any whatever, liquid oil. whatever kind of oil you want two tablespoons of dish soap, and then I use a combination of essential oils. And I don't know if the measurements are so important. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. We're going to finish We're going to finish. That was our timer. <laughs> We've talked for 20 or 30 well, minutes. See, see, it's like... But, Anyway, we're just going to ignore the timer. And let's see. Okay, so it's... Um, essential oils. Essential oils. And I use grapefruit and eucalyptus, um, lemongrass, clove, and citronella. Okay. And the clove is a quarter teaspoon, and the grapefruit is a quarter of a teaspoon. Everything else is a half a teaspoon. That makes a concentrate. Oh, that's a concentrate. That's a concentrate. And so I mixed so that what kind up. So what kind of vessel are you putting that? Are you putting that in a canning jar? I put it in, I actually, I don't make it in that small amount because oh. I, I well, use I'm a lot. Well, I'm wondering, you're yep. using yeah, it. Yeah, I, I use it. I, I put it in a, a, a one gallon, one gallon um, vinegar jug because oh. I have lots of vinegar because yeah. I use lots of vinegar in my recipe. So I use one of those jugs and I, I put my concentrate in there and then it is a, um, it is a, five to one ratio, five parts water to one part um, of your concentrate. concentrate. And so, um, and then I use a spray bottle. I, I do have one of those um, like... Uh, Pumper uh, bottles? The, I have the big one where you like spray weeds in your yard, you know, yeah. the little, that holds a gallon and a yes. half or whatever. But the essential oils eat up the seals in that. Oh, they yes. don't last real long. Um, we bought a more expensive one that was like a stainless steel, a fancy one, and it. I, I used it last year, and it, it, the rubber pieces are all over the place. Rich has cleaned it out. It just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I just use the cheapy model. Right yeah. now I have one because I'm not doing 30, 40 cows. I'm only doing 10, 15, 20 cows. You know, I'm not doing quite so many, and so then I just I have a, actually a handheld one 
that I found in Walmart. I would think your hand would be so tired. It, it's not that heavy because it only oh. holds a quart. Oh, I would think the extra. Well, pump. no, it, I just, I, it's actually for the oh. thumb. Oh, it goes down this uh, way because you can see that right there on the, <laughs> my thumb the holds mic. that, that yep. down and there's actually a thing that keeps it on. You can just push a button and it'll oh. stay on. Oh. But my arm gets tired from the weight I being think. so far away from me because I do spray the front of their, I spray their front, right. front legs. And so that's, oh, that's so a reach for me. Yeah. Um, but that works really well. And I only paid like seven bucks for this little spray right. oh, canister yeah. thing. And it works beautifully. They, um, the flies stay off my cows. They do, they do really well for about 20 minutes or so. And that's long enough for me to milk and get them out of the barn. But I will say that if I let one set of cows out, so let's say I'm milking 20 cows, I can only milk 14 at a time in my barn. So I send out a row, I send out seven cows and bring in another seven cows. When those cows come in with the new flies, the cows that are still in the barn that have been sprayed will get attacked. Okay. So, um, so would... it, 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 it wears off at some point. Yeah. Um, but not, I spray it myself. It wouldn't be an all night thing. No, no. You know, you're, they're not going to be fly free, but my cows don't stand in a barn all night long either. My cows are outside and so they can move. Swish. They're, yep. And the breeze, whatever, yeah. you know, that they're able to do that, you know, they're not stuck in a barn with a bunch of flies, a bunch of flies. Yeah. So it works, it works really well for me. Um, and how we milk out here. And I mean, a lot of farmers don't use anything, you know. Yeah, but, that would drive me crazy. Yeah, but I, I, I have to, I have to do it. I, just, <laughs> uh, I don't want bugs. Anyway, so, um, so is there anything else we need to talk about? Because our timer went, went off. off. And um, I mean, because there's really nothing, you know, I'm just gardening, you know, trying mm-hmm. to keep my plants alive with lack of rain. Well, we did have rain this weekend. Yeah, we got rain. We didn't, you guys have get getting more rain than us. Yeah, we've had over an inch in town. And yep. so you're only six miles east of us. Yes. And you and have we, not. It goes around us. Yeah. We, we get rain, but it's not rain. It's like a shower. Yeah. You know. It's like a five minute thing, isn't it? It's well, ten. it kind of goes on off and on. I mean, I did, I actually did some content. I was doing some recording. I was going to go out and pick some elder flowers that I have growing. You probably yep. saw it there when you came, if you saw the cows in the pasture. Oh, There's a, that's an elderberry bush. Oh, I'll have to look when I leave That's now. a black elderberries that are growing there. And so I was going to go out and pick some of those flowers because in my book but, here that oh, I got that from the Nerdy Farm Wife, um, I... There's recipes in there for using the flowers and using the berries. And we're not at berry stage yet. We're just at flowers. And so I thought, oh, I'll go out there and dry them. They're laying right over there drying. Oh, I see them now. Okay. And I told Rich, I said, well, I'm going to try to go out there in between showers. Now, you'll see me. I have a video of me standing under a tree trying to stay dry while it's pouring. <laughs> the one time we had a pour down for <laughs> yeah, it. Was, I'm like, I'm not complaining. Here I am out here, you know, soaking wet or whatever. And I was going to record, you know, the plant and I, but it was pouring rain and you my phone, my phone is not waterproof and I'm not about to take it out and record something and lose yeah. my phone in the yeah. process. So, um, I did pick them in the rain cause I was like, okay, it stopped for a second. So I went running out there and I got away from the trees. <laughs> so I was really, really wet, but you know, I mean, we got, a, we got a decent amount of rain, but we are so dry. It's not that enough. It's for not your, enough. It's we not need enough that, for your grass. Yeah. We need that a lot a lot of that, a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, Because I don't even know if we really had a thunderstorm move through here. We have not had a thunderstorm. No, not a thunderstorm. No, no. We might get some lightning. But yeah, we really haven't had much for thunderstorms in the last two, three weeks or whatever. Um, And so, yeah. It it was Sunday, it rained. So, yeah. 
So if you are a praying person, yes, please pray for the farmers because pray for that harvest. They could really use the rain. I yeah. mean, we could really use it. Um, we're not the only farm that is is affected affected by this. You know, your conventional farmers are too. You know, and it affects it affects everything. You yeah. Know? Um, so I mean, yep. So pray for the harvest. Yep. And you know, whatever see if we can get some more rain out here because we are kind of dry. I know they're wet on the east east coast in Maine. Oh. A friend of mine is like, oh my gosh, it just keeps raining. And I was like, please send. Yeah, <laughs> please bucket send it some up. this way. <laughs> Pack it up and yeah, send it send, this way. Send it this way, please. Well, and actually, you know, the Garden Answer YouTuber that I watch on YouTube, they're Eastern, Eastern Oregon, high desert. And normally this time of year, um, they usually get like nine inches of rain yearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can have nine inches <laughs> in yeah, two weeks. In two weeks, yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes in a day. Mm-hmm. But they have had a very unusual cooler. You know, by, by June, they're having over 100 degrees. They haven't had 100 degrees yet. And they've had more rain than they can ever remember. Wow. Yeah. They that's probably crazy. What, that's probably what we normally, they're having what we normally would have. Mm-hmm. That's tough. And, they, and storms, yeah. They had hail. Yeah, see, and I, I don't like thunderstorms. I mean, I like thunderstorms, but not as a farmer. Um, I have cattle that are out. Oh, and that startles them. Yeah, and I don't like hail because <laughs> I'm a farmer. And yeah. well, you don't like hail either because it destroys your garden. Yeah, it destroys you know, the garden. Yeah, whatever. But um, but I see too many pictures of um, cattle being killed from um, lightning, lightning strikes, strikes when oh. they have their heads in a hay feeder. Now, granted, oh. most of the time our cattle are not being fed. In a, in a hay feeder in the summertime when we have thunderstorms. Yeah. But that might be happening because our pastures are not producing and yeah. so we may have to feed them. So then I don't want no thunderstorms. I just want yeah. rain. Yeah. Because um, that just freaks me out. That just, I do not, <laughs> I do not like that. I, I don't want to walk out and find my cow fry. Cow, my cows all dead laying around the hay ring. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That never... is, yeah, I know. <laughs> See, as a city person, you don't think about yeah, that. Yeah, you don't think about things like that. But yeah, no. yeah that is, that could be quite devastating. It could be. Yep. So. Oh, anyway. So anyway. about the so, gloom and doom here. Gloom and doom. Um, yep. Yes. Um, anything else? Well, okay. So I guess our listeners, if you are interested in um, our lotions and potions, potions, as you called it, and if we should start a product line, because um, I already dabble in this a little bit just for my cows. Well, yeah, I and have. if it's good for my cows, why I have, can't it be good for us? Yeah, I, I have personally, and I have not found... Um, a lotion because I am I'm on a you know have been for quite a few years I mean that's how I started drinking organic milk and trying to get pesticides and chemicals out of my life and we won't talk about my soda pop that we were talking about earlier (laughs) that's just a treat yeah I mean so but I don't I try you know in cleaning products and everything I have tried to get chemicals because because of the industry my husband and I are in I mean we're in chemicals you know he's more in more chemicals but I'm around it mm-hmm. you know the oils and stuff that he needs to use for his business it's like yeah so in our home and in our food we're trying to do less and less chemicals and yep. you know cleaner less food dyes and stuff I'm always I'm, I'm a harping grandma now it's like that's got food dyes in it. You shouldn't really be feeding that to your <laughs> kids. He's like, poor Zane. He goes, can I have some Skittles? And I go, no, Skittles have colors in them. Those colors aren't good for you. <laughs> oh, you're a mean grandma. Oh, but, I'll, but I will give him other sweets, you know, that aren't full of colors. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, well, you got to admit, Skittles are colorful. They are very colorful. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's part of the attraction for kids is the colors in them. Mm-hmm. They're very bright. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love... And Amish quilts. Amish quilts are very, very bright. 
bright colors on a black back, back black background that 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 quilt just speaks to me and and so colors i mean you know me um i'm pretty plain like right now mm-hmm. on a general you know but if if you see a sh- i bought a new shirt at walmart last weekend it's bright <laughs> it's it's flowers and stuff mm-hmm. and it's bright and then you know the story <laughs> jackie my daughter jackie listens to me and she's like i can remember i had bought a new um shirt and it was like rainbow i mean we're like when it was brand new it was very very bright and i had gone shopping to aldi's and i was getting and putting groceries in my car and she's driving by because she's you know in her 20s at the late 20s at the time she goes wow that's a shirt my mom would wear Oh, that's my mom. <laughs> so she had to pull in the parking lot and tell me. So yes, color is my life. You know, the brighter uh-huh. the you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I you know, you know, whatever. Yes. <laughs> when you're recognized by your shirt. Yes. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Okay. So anything. So yeah, if you're interested in us putting out a product line, I'd love to hear about it. Um, I'm not sure exactly. When I'm when, looking at this or whatever, how, but how, how you know, and stuff, but um, we got to look at logistics. Yep, and then we gotta we gotta test out gotta recipes, test, test out the recipes on ourselves as well before we put something out. Oh, that's um, what I was starting to say. What did I tell that? Sorry, because I had made a uh, tried to make a whipped body butter and I did not like the recipe. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've I've heard you know sometimes it's kind of greasy and yep. There's the one I had was greasy, and then to, they said to put arrowroot in it to kind of absorb some of that mm-hmm. and then i thought oh, it was gritty oh okay so uh, i'm sure there's yeah a formula out there to make it how you want it yeah. um, that doesn't have have preservatives or anything. if we could make it without preservatives that'd be awesome but sometimes you can't get yeah sometimes that. you have to do something in yeah. order to get it just to keep yeah you know you spend all that time making it you want yeah. to be able to um keep it and use it um did we mention when we talked about four jars dot shop that we actually have a code. Oh, no, we did not. Okay. So, um, we have these canning lids. Now we haven't had a chance to use them yet. Yep. You were talking about making some jam hopefully here, juice or some... something. And hopefully this weekend you'll yep. get to that and be able to do a little review on, but boy, the reviews I see are just awesome. Yeah. Cause yeah. actually I was just a, a different brand. I won't say the brand is, uh, I used it to can corn last year. I opened a, a jar, jar and there was black, the oh, the, no. the food looked still good, but the the coating on the inside of the lid had turned black in spots, and it had fallen in when I Ugh. opened it up. So it's like oh, I'm throwing this away. Mm-hmm. That really sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully so it, these four jar yeah. lids do an awesome job. But we do have a code. It's small farm, one word, and um, it will get you ten percent off your products if That's you decide awesome. to order. Ten percent is ten percent. Yeah, ten percent. That's nice. Um, and like we were talking, they do sell the jar, the hundred pack bulk. Yep. So you can get a hundred of them if you're a huge oh, canner. Towels. They had towels. Did yeah, they say? had towels as well. I opened one um, of them. Yep. I got one hanging in my kitchen. Yep. I'm using one. I really love it. And the other ones I'm keeping nice for photo ops. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, mine has a little loop on it. Oh, I didn't look at it. Oh, I, yeah. I have a bar rack that I um, hang mine on. Yeah. Mine's hanging on my, one of my ovens. And um, it's got a little loop on it. I'm not sure what. The you can hang it on a hook. I maybe. Bet. 
yeah, I don't know. I just like the nice little print on the front. I yeah. Like, I like the little graphic that they have on there. Yeah. Um, and so I've just got it there for decoration at the oh, moment. Oh, no, I'm using and abusing this one. <laughs> I'm going to put it through the ringer. Okay. And I, and I will I will not throw it in with my regular laundry. I'll throw, I have a, I use a lot of microfiber cloths and stuff. And so I, you know, and I have enough to do once a month. Mm-hmm. And so I that will. That gets washed in there. Yeah, I'm going to wash it in there. Let's see how so it So because sometimes towel fuzz well, you know, like bathtub towels, fuzz would stick to that oh, fiber. Oh, yes, yes, the microfibers. Yes, yeah, so. yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I mentioned that you can get 10% yes. off using the um, small farm code there for at fourjars.shop. Um, and I think we're probably good. We're we better probably stop. probably good. Yeah, I don't know how far we've gone past yeah. our 30 minutes here, but the dinger <laughs> went off. Hey, it kind of helped us. Yeah, it helped us a little bit. And it's uh, a cute little timer. Got to yeah, figure out something. Yeah, it is. It. It's a cute little timer. Yeah, yeah that is. It's, a, it's adorable. It looks like a little canning pot. Um, and that's from Four Jars. Yep. Um, dot shop. So anyhow, I think that's about it. And we'll talk to you next time, guys. Yep. Sounds good. Bye. So until next time. Put some keeper on it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Homestead Podcast's latest episode. Your hosts, Carol Radke and Jamie Kappis, are Two Gals Homesteading. To learn more, go to twogalshomesteading.com or the Two Gals Homesteading Facebook page at facebook.com slash twogalshomesteading. Editing, audio production, and marketing of the Homestead Podcast is the responsibility of Media Trends X. The Homestead Podcast is an audio product of Media Trends X, a limited liability company, based in Minnesota, USA.